the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, I'm Pastor Draper of Maranatha Bible Church. And in light of the recent virus from China and looking at the devastating impact, displaced, despondent, in pain, in confusion, not knowing where to go, I want to preach a message entitled, Starting Over. This is a special message that you really don't want to miss. Because the reality of life is that sooner or later, all of us have to start over. After the death of a loved one, uh, not passing a course, a failed marriage, a bad decision, on and on it goes. Life will put us in position where we will have to start over. I will be preaching from Genesis chapter 7 and 8. Lessons and insights from the life of Noah. And Father, we thank you that we got a throne that we can go to. And we can rush there and be in your presence. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We don't have to worry nor fret. We have a God who's in control and on the throne. Use me now to preach in the power of your spirit. Let people be still and hear a word from you in Jesus' name. And all God's children say it. Amen. Turn again to Genesis chapter 8 verses 13 through 19. It's kind of our theme text uh, for the series of messages that we just started back on the first Sunday of this month in this brand new year. Found in Genesis chapter 8, verses 13 through 19. First book of the Bible, the book of, of Genesis. The word of God read, reads beginning at verse 13. And it came to pass in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the month, that the waters were dried up from the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and indeed the surface of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the 20th 27th day of the month, the earth was dried. Verse 15, then God spoke to Noah saying, go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and cattle and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his son's wives with him, every animal, every creeping thing, every bird, and whatever creeps on the earth, according to their families, went out of the ark. And once again, I want to preach in this series, Starting Over in Life, Part 3. Starting Over in Life, Part 3. 
Noah lived in a very difficult day. Matter of fact, it was worse than, than what we're experiencing here, even in our country. You say, worse than this? Yes. Every thought and intent of humanity, humanity's heart was evil continually. Um, in the days of Noah, it was so bad until God says, you know what? These are non-repentant people. They blaspheme my name. They won't recognize me as the God above all gods. So since they won't hear me and obey me, I'm going to send a flood and I'm going to wipe everybody out who is not in that ark. And he told Noah to build him an ark to the exact specification and Noah obeyed God and did exactly what God told him to do. It was a turbulent time in which Noah lived. It was, it was evil, uh, indescribable evil. You, you think about the evils today, there's nothing new under the sun. Satan was there in that day as he is in this day. And people, everybody was doing what was right in their own eye, and they refused to hear God. When I saw up in the Seattle area Bibles being burned during the protests uh, a number of months ago, I said, now that's the, that's the breaking point. You know, it, the, stomping the flag and burning the flag is bad enough. But then when you burn the Bible... I say America has really gotten beside herself. And you know what bothers me the most is that no, many Christians aren't even in sense, not even disturbed, don't even talk about it. Burning the Bible, the word of God, you are that bold in your sins? And the same God that wiped out the whole world in Noah's day is the same God today, and he does not change. Matter of fact, his word says, I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end, and I destroyed the world with water last time, but next time it's going to be fire. God is a loving God. But he is also a God of judgment. So when you see all the injustices and all of these things, and they got all kinds of justices out there and causes, but I'll tell you what, none of the movements we have out today is going to totally rectify this thing. There has to be the all-wise righteous judge that's going to come, and he's going to level the playing field. And he's going to make things right to the glory of God. Noah's on that ark, and it rained, and everybody outside of that ark was washed away in torrential floods. The scripture says the water went above the highest mountain. You couldn't, you couldn't say, well, I'll swim my way. How are you going to do that? And it was raging and it was raining and everything was just cut loose and it was just water, water from the top, water to bottom, just water and water and water. Everything was washed away. 
And yet we won't learn from the devastating flood in Noah's time. And when Noah got off that ark and God got through purging the world, Noah, his family, and the animal kingdom got off that ark, and it was nothing they could do but start over. They couldn't go back. Back where? They didn't even know. They didn't have a sense of location as to where they were. They just had to follow God, hear God, and adventure with him. Allow me to give you some brand new insights as it relates to starting over this year. You need to write each one of these down. It is so crucial to living the successful Christian life. Number one. Starting over means that you must know that you are saved without a doubt. Now, you can't make a good start without having Christ in your life. Matter of fact, the scripture says in John 15, 5, without Christ, you can do nothing. Starting over means that you must know that you're saved without a doubt. Romans 10, 13 says, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You must trust Jesus Christ alone for your personal savior. You must believe that he hung, bled, and died on the cross, was buried, and rose according to the scripture. Parents, you can't save your children. You can give the gospel to your children, but you can't save them. They have to believe Jesus for themselves. You can't reach in their heart and convert them. The Holy Spirit has to do that as they are open to the gospel. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Once you have the assurance of your salvation, then you must know what God is calling you to do because he does not save you to do nothing. Did you get that? Now, that's a big point. How many of you know you're saved? You know you're saved without a doubt and you to die, if you were to die right now, you know without a doubt you're going to heaven. Okay, now, it's not just enough for you to just be saved. That, that's, that's the first step. We want you saved, but now you're not saved to do nothing. You are saved to be useful, productive, and fruitful for Almighty God. God is calling you to, to serve him. The Lord doesn't just want you to exist. He desires that you live a life to the fullest extent possible, especially since life is so short. Some folk are just existing. They just get up, look at a little TV, get the clothes, what they going to eat, go to the stove, maybe go to Jack in the Box or go to Wendy's or I don't know wherever you're going, and then they go back home, put the pajamas on, go to sleep, then wake back up, brush their teeth. That's so boring. But when you begin to adventure with God, it's exciting. It's exciting. Life is too short for you just to exist. You are to live life to the fullest, to the glory of God. If you're just tuning in to the Maranatha broadcast, Pastor Draper is in the midst of a series entitled Starting Over. Noah had a personal relationship with God. Noah talked with God. He lived holy before the Lord. Nor, that's how we know he was saved. Nor obeyed God's instruction in building the ark when the wickedness of humanity was so great upon the earth. This was a sure sign that he was saved without a doubt. You can only know the will of God for your life when you've been born again. 
You can only know the will of God for your life when you've been born again. You cannot have a great start this year without knowing the will of God. So once you've been saved by God, then you want to know God's will for your life so that you will have a fruitful life to the glory of God. So after salvation, then we must be in his will. So how do we know the will of God for our lives? How do you know God's will for your life? You don't want to live 50, 60, 70 years and not know God's will. Now, these are not all, these are not comprehensive to the extent that these are all the ways you can know. I'm going to just give you a few of them so that you can be guided into God's will. A, you must pray and ask the Lord what he will have you to do. Once you've been saved by God, you have a personal relationship with the Lord. Then you want to ask the Lord after you've been saved, Lord, what will you have me to do? In the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 5 through 6a, it says, and he said, who are you, Lord? This was Saul. He, he, he was just raging. He was attacking the church and God uh, knocked him off his beast and converted him. Then the Lord said, I am Jesus. That's who I am. Whom you are persecuting. When you persecute God's children, you are persecuting God himself. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he trembling and astonished said, I can just imagine him. Lord, what do you want me to do? Wow, what a question. Once you get saved, that's the question you need to be asking God if you want to be in his will. What do you want me to do with my life before you, God? After Saul's conversion, the first question he asked the Lord was, what do you want me to do? If you desire to know the will of God for your life, like Saul, pray specifically asking the Lord what he wants you to do. And he will reveal it to you as you live in close communion with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you can't be distant from God, estranged from God, uh, in rebellion against God, and expect to know the will of God. You have to have close communion, intimate communion with God, walking with him, uh, talking with him. And uh, God will, out of that relationship, reveal his will to you. Some of you don't know his will because you've not asked him. B, the will of God is revealed through prayer. Every young person needs to be writing this down. You say, give me a pen. I need, a pen. I need to be writing because you need this in life so that you, so that you won't be trying, play, trying to play catch up 20 years later. The will of God is revealed through prayer. Acts chapter 1 verses 23 through 26 says, and they propose to Joseph called Basabas, who was surnamed Justice and Matthias. And they prayed and said, you, O Lord, look who he's talking to, you, O Lord, who knows the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. Verse 26, and they cast lots and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the 11 apostles. That's right there in Acts chapter 1, verses 23 through 26. The apostles in this text here 
the apostles' prayer was short. They didn't pray long. Uh, The apostles' prayer was concise and it was specific. God revealed to them his will in the matter of choosing a replacement for Judas who had hung himself. Remember how Judas uh, betrayed Jesus and sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver? And then he, uh, in remorse, went out and hung himself. The apostles did not attempt to choose a successor for Judas without first consulting Christ through prayer. Did you get that? The apostles did not attempt to choose a successor for Judas without first consulting Christ through prayer. It is a major sin of omission when you're making critical decisions before God and you don't even consult God as to what you ought to do. Whether it's a major purchase, whether it's who you're going to marry, uh, where you're going to live, what college you're going to go to, what job you ought to take, and on and on it goes. If you don't ask God, that's the sin of omission. Matter of fact, it's a form of pride because you think you know what you're doing and not consulting the all-wise God who knows exactly where you need to be at the right time. All right? See, the will of God is only revealed to those who are living holy before him. The will of God is only revealed to those who are living holy before him. Therefore, allow Christ to spiritually cleanse your life that the will of God will be made known to you. God is not going to clarify his will when a life is dirty. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8 Isaiah 6, 1 through 8 says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And one cried to another, Holy, holy, holy. I wonder how long. You know, they don't get tired in heaven. They're celestial beings. Holy, 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 holy. They were just rejoicing in the holiness of God. Holy, 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 holy. Two days later, no time. It's no time in heaven nowhere. So I'm just talking in time because that's all we understand. 10,000 years. Holy, 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 holy. And they say it with joy. Holy. When is the last time you said God is holy? Holy. They cried, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The world, the whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door was shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. All that glory. So I said, oh, woe is me for I am undone. Isaiah saw his wretchedness in the presence of Jehovah God because I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. There are some folk today got dirty lips. Music dirty. Talk shows that are dirty. Television shows that are dirty. Cussing all over the place. Lips defiling. All kinds of things coming out of lips of people. My eyes have seen the king. That's why he he was all shook up in the presence of God. He said, my eyes have seen the king. When I look at my sins, I'm a hot mess. The Lord of hosts, 
Verse 6, then one of the seraphim flew. You know, they, they move fast. They're not slow. Having in his hand a live coal. Now, coals are normally hot. You can imagine it was hot, put it on his mouth. He couldn't even feel it. God can do his work and you not even feel any pain. <laughs> a live coal on him. Having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongues from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it. Didn't burn him up. And said, behold, this has touched my lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I sin and who will go for us? Then I said, here am I. Send me. You ought to underline that. So, you know, you, when, God, when you've been arrested by God, you have this kind of attitude. Lord, wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Lord, whatever you want me to say, I'll say. Lord, whatever you want me to be, I'll be. You know, so God will let you go matriculate through college like he did me. Majoring in one thing, he said, okay, I trained you over there. Now I'm going to dispatch you and I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to put you in an area that you weren't even trained for, but I'm going to use that secular training to even bless your ministry. Sometimes God make you successful in something that you weren't even trained in and he'll move you into another level of training. And then you got to go into that area and find yourself studying and learning biblical studies and all these kinds of things to prepare yourself for ministry. So here I am, a master's in music and bachelor's and education and teaching school and all these kinds of things. And God says, oh, no, you're not going to be a music teacher. I know you went through a master's in education and all that, but you're not going to do that. I'll let you teach five years at Hamilton Middle School, and I'm going to take you out. you get your five-year pen, and I'm going to dispatch you to San Antonio because there's a people I want you to know and I want you to serve. And my wife and I have been here ever since because of God, our attitude of saying, Lord, here I am. Send me. Now, can you say that? Can you say, Lord, here I am. Send me. Now, some of y'all scared to say that because you don't know where he's going to send you. Hey, you, 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 you scared to say that? You, you want to fix your mouth? Oh, I, I don't want to pray that. I like my house. I like my job. I like, I like my friends. I like my relatives. I never did. When I left Houston, I never did get back there to 3510 Kaplan Street. I'm glad I didn't. I probably been worst off. Anyone ever go back home, you see those folks living worst off. And I'm so glad I'm not a worse off person. I'm better because I heard the voice of God. Amen. When believers have a personal encounter with the Lord, he will reveal his will to those who make themselves available to him. When you're available to God, he'll clarify his will to you. The reason he won't clarify his will, because you're not available in your spirit. Look at you thinking now. He said, I, 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 God, I, I don't know your will. I, well, because you're not available. You're not available. You want to do just enough to get by. Some of you just satisfied going to heaven. No work. No, 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 no serving. Just, Lord, I want to see you. But when you get up there, there's going to be judgments of rewards based on works done here uh, on earth. Now, we don't work to be saved. We don't believe in salvation works, but we do work because we are saved. That's a big difference. Look at verse 8C. 
It says, then I said, here I am, send me. Also, do not expect God to reveal his will to you if your life is corrupt. You live in one way in the church and then you go home, you're a whole different person. You're not going to know his will. If you're defiled, you like life filled with sin, you're not going to know his will if you're racially prejudiced. That's right. You can't have all that in you. You can't, you can't know his will if you can't forgive people and move on. Unforgiveness will keep you from discovering the will of God for your life. Some of y'all been holding grudges and God can't do a thing with you. You still holding on to that betrayal of 15 years ago. And God says, I'm trying to move you on. I'm trying to bless you. But you won't let me because you won't let go of that injustice that happened to you. You saw what happened to me at Calvary. They weren't just to me. So why should you think you can have a free ride without injustice happening to you? They did it to me. Notice Isaiah was convicted of his sins after seeing and being in the presence of God. Isaiah heard the voice of the Lord after his iniquity was taken away and his sin was purged. D, the will of God is revealed through enjoying your relationship with him. They use it for what? I don't know God's will. I'm still trying to find it. Well, maybe you're not enjoying the God who can make his will known to you. You cannot be miserable doing the Lord's work and expect God to reveal his will to you. I don't want to go to Sunday school. That's too early. I don't want to go to church. Stay too long. I don't want to read my Bible. I don't want to stand those words. You know, you, you got an alibi for everything. And so God said, well, you won't know me like you, like you should know me. And you sure won't know what I want you to do. Psalms 37, 4 says, delight yourself. Look, delight. Underline that. Delight. 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 Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, if you're not delighting in him, why should he unfold to you? the desires of your heart. As Pastor Rander concludes this message, let us commit ourselves to the fruit of the Spirit as given to us in the Word of God. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Let us commit ourselves to giving our best service to God in all that we do. For when we give God's way, as His Word tells us, we will receive in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. If you enjoy this kind of Bible teaching, please join Pastor Rander at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.